This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. It's Kelly and Ramia, and we're getting through hour two of the show. It's time for a monthly contribution that we look forward to called Curious Minds, and it's with Christine Malik. I'm Christine Malik, and this is Curious Minds, our dive into arts, culture, and science from a blindness perspective. I'm sure AI is going to make its appearance on this segment somewhere or another, but really the focus of the conversation today is the winter solstice. Now, why do you say that about AI? I'm just yeah, going to say, addicted. it's not like you or it's not like you or Chris are addicted to it. Like, come uh, on! No, 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 no! Heaven, heavens, no! Um, but oh, no, today we are going to talk about for heaven's sake. We are going to talk about over the by AI. <laughs> no, no, no! As you'll see, it's becoming a tool, not mm-hmm. just an obsession. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, the, it, today is the actual winter solstice in the northern hemisphere. So, I thought we'd break that down a little bit, uh, scientifically, culturally, and talk about. What what it means. And um, so the technical, you know, definition of the solstice is when either of the poles reaches the furthest, its most, its maximum distance from the sun because of the tilt of the earth um, at some point, which happens to be usually December 21st and June 21st, one of the poles gets to be the furthest from the sun. And uh, I, I sometimes get three-dimensional demonstrations of this every you know, five years or so. Somebody does one on, for about three days. I understand it perfectly. And then it's kind of gone. <laughs> but um, it's, it's <laughs> the earth tilts, and so this happens. Um, and what it means, so today in the northern hemisphere, it's the winter solstice. So at 10.27 p.m. precisely, the south pole uh, will be... Uh, the North Pole will be pointing the furthest away from the sun. And so after today, today is the shortest day, which means the the least amount of daylight, like between the sunrise and sunset, um, and the longest night. But what this does mean is after today, even though it doesn't feel like it, it's going to start getting lighter. So each day there'll be a little more sunlight. So even though it's going to get colder, uh, it's the day when after which uh, the uh, we we start getting more sunlight. We start Thank goodness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. From now till March 21st, I'm like, let's get it on. Bring so, it on. <laughs> um, this isn't You'll a modern. Tomorrow, Rum. This isn't a modern discovery <laughs> or idea, is it, Chris? No, no, it's really not. And we know this because of uh, Neolithic monuments like Stonehenge, for example. They're oriented so that. On the winter and summer solstice, uh, light travels in a really specific way through the stones and lands in a really specific spots. And so it's pretty seems pretty indisputable that the people who designed Stonehenge, which is, you know, five thousand years old, mm. they knew that this was this was a thing. And there's monuments in Asia also where it's clear that the solstice is being recognized. And so, you know, you kind of ask, well, why is this why would this matter to an ancient culture? And there's uh, a few reasons, but some of the practical reasons are that if you live in a subsistence culture, it's a really good idea to keep track 
of how time's going by in the cold mm-hmm. weather because you're relying on stored food, for example. So you need to be keeping track of where you are on the calendar so that you can ration what you have to last you uh, through the cold months. And then it becomes also a thing about planting and um, That's it. Keeping, yeah. keeping track. Yeah, keeping track of, of the natural cycles. Yeah, and and obviously figuring that out, knowing knowing when you're to plant, when you're to harvest, and how much time is so important. Let alone um, positioning and 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 that in this sense and keeping track of hey that that same t- amount of time, a year, whatever they called it, has gone by. So for fun, you found some photos, right? Right. And so here's where after three months of of me obsessing about AI on this segment, I'm going to use it just as a tool to do the work. And so I I thought when people do presentations, it's common to show some photos and I can do that now because what I did was I know. So here's here's even five years ago, you would have never thought that as possible because people still had to do slides, whatever. But to be able to know, pick and choose and know this is this one. This is I'm using this, not this. a year ago six months ago right so here's a here's a tip um i went to the web if especially as a blind person you get a lot of voiceover feedback and so you've probably heard the phrase get the images or if your screen reader mushes it up and but get the images is a website Yes, get You thought it was get I thought it was Getty images. I thought it was Getty Lee's side hustle or something. I know, I know, I know. So the the thing is you can go to their website and the images are links. So you can just download it. You know it says what it is, it's got Mm -hmm. a caption, and you download the image, then you feed it through AI. So that's what I did. So I used AI as a tool to get some images of uh solstice and so i this is a great tool the the only drawback is you don't as a blind person you don't know what quality of image you're getting and so right um, these images, they may not look stellar, uh, uh, stunning, but um, AI was perfectly, uh, you know, perfectly happy to describe them. Mm. And so uh, I picked a few options. And so if we can listen to the first photo, uh, show the first photo and the description, that would be great. Okay. The picture captures a night scene with three individuals in unique costumes that appear to be part of a parade or celebration. The person in the foreground is dressed in a white, glowing outfit with lights embedded within the fabric, creating a radiant effect. They are wearing a white cap and have their face painted white, with their head tilted back and arms outstretched in a dramatic pose. To the left, there's another individual wearing an orange reflective costume, holding a large, round, red balloon with a dragon design on it. This person is partially obscured by the glowing figure in the front. In the background, There is a third person wearing a crown with small lights, resembling a halo, and a white outfit, though less illuminated than the first person's. The setting seems to be outdoors at night, with trees faintly visible in the dark background. The overall atmosphere is festive and mysterious. So that was hmm. from a uh, solstice celebration in Vancouver. Hmm. Uh, and you, you know, you wouldn't necessarily know that by looking at the photo, but, uh, but that's where it came from. That is That's really cool. And I like the way it was described, ladies. We've talked about how does description go. That's almost the way that, in my head, I can consume the, the, the primary and the first 
part of it, the white, and then the orange, mm -hmm. the person's dress, and then that background. And I can understand when you get the last comment, it's kind of that, what was it, mysterious? Is that how the description yeah. was? Right. You know, yeah. it's kind of, well, yeah, because it's a little gloomier. I like that. Mm -hmm. Also the comparisons, right? Like the first outfit was obviously very lit, bright. Yeah. And in the foreground to, the to be seen. Yeah, the yes. orange. Oh, cool. Want to get to a second one? Yeah, so this next one is actually from Stonehenge. Uh, it's 2020, 2012. It's current. It's definitely within, you know, the last 10 years or so. So we can have a, a look and a listen at that. Okay. The picture shows a group of people gathered at Stonehenge during what appears to be a nighttime ceremony or event. The focus is on a few individuals in the center who are dressed in ceremonial or ritualistic attire, including white robes and headpieces that suggest a druidic or pagan influence. One person is holding a staff, and another is wearing a headdress with horns. The crowd surrounding them is diverse, with some people wearing casual modern clothing and others in more eclectic or costume-like outfits. There is a bright light source, possibly a camera flash, illuminating the central figures against the dark sky and the ancient stones of Stonehenge in the background. That was well, the thing there is trippy. like, yeah, I know it's groovy, right? And you think, is this a movie image? But it's yeah. not. It's just people doing their groovy pagan... celebration. It's almost like celebration, right? Yeah. It, it, well, it, it is. is a celebration. It's totally yeah. celebration. Yeah. So I love to. Wow. I've I've heard that the that you know people were still celebrating in the pagan way at, at old monuments, mm. but I never had an image described, and so. But also, if you're not into it, you're there anyway with your casual clothing. Sure. That's wild. Just uh, oh. checking it out. Um, and wow. so, I think that's great. Oh. So I have one more image, which is oh. from a solstice celebration in Fujian, China in uh, 2023. So why don't we check that out? The picture shows a woman dressed in traditional Chinese attire. She is wearing a vibrant red robe with intricate blue and gold embroidery. On her head, she has an elaborate headdress that is predominantly blue with gold accents and adorned with beads and patterns. The headdress has wing-like extensions on the sides and is quite ornate. She is holding around traditional Chinese fan that matches her outfit, with similar embroidery and colors. The background is blurred but appears to be a natural setting with greenery. I like this one. And there you are. There mm. you are. Really nice, yeah. 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 Uh, so Chris, I'm I curious. love this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just love that uh, I can use images now in a, a reasonably yeah. a reasonable way as a, a blind person presenting stuff. Well, I can and pull what up does images it tell us? Use them. Right? It's so, that image helps us understand so much, especially I really like the Stonehenge one. It, it gave me an idea, like you said, what you've heard about celebrating. And oh yeah, and we just pass it off. Oh yeah, they celebrate. They jump around, lots of people get together. But to get an idea what people are wearing or what they're doing, it's phenomenal. Um, why do you spend time thinking a bit about the solstice? Um, there's so many holidays that happen at this time of year. Hanukkah, yeah. Kwanzaa, Christmas, uh, Diwali was earlier, and solstice. And it's not a coincidence. There's reasons why we mm. want to celebrate at the darkest time of the year. And for mm -hmm. me, religions, you know, they come and go. You can subscribe or not subscribe. But the solstice is science. Like, it's just fact. Um, it's just the thing. It's when the poll. And so if I want, as an, just personally speaking, as an agnostic, if I want a holiday that... Um, speaks to me in a way that makes sense to me mm. as an empirical person uh it's solstice and i'm not dead to the fun of festivity like gosh knows i've eaten lots of sweets already and just spent time with friends and i will be doing all the things but um for me i think solstice and, and the meaning the cultural meaning of it is about sort of 
the turn of the year, like letting go and welcoming in yeah. more light and so, and about hope, right? There's new light coming. We can be hopeful. And that's what Christmas is about too. And Hanukkah and all the holidays, they all have that thing in common where it's the dark time of the year and we get together as humans and we hang out together and we find hope that peace and prosperity will, will come because the turn of the year happens every year, whether you pay attention or not. Right. And so for me, that's, right. that's where the solstice oh. has. This has is where value. it begins for you that, that, that climb back up and Hey, this is right. the celebration of what done, down, whatever people want to say. I'm on this lower side of the hill or I'm a, but I, it's going into a new year. It's climbing back up and getting back up. I do appreciate so the, the sharing, like the, you know, you kind of pull out what winter solstice is and then do the comparison with everything else we're celebrating or acknowledging this time of year anyway. And it really does all feel very thematic. Totally, totally. And it, that's why these holidays go back so far yeah. is that yeah. humans yep. just get together to help each other through dark times. That's just mm. well, and corny, it's but that's what we do. Right. Yeah, but it's interesting too, because at this time of the year, as you say, we're at our darkest time, but other parts of the world on the other side, it's the it's us, it's it's us in June. Right. So on the 21st in June, I'll be talking about the summer solstice so we <laughs> yeah, can talk about exactly. summer solstice images and it's a totally different vibe. Yeah. And, and, yeah we and, all... and you wonder about that vibe in Australia and so on right now, right? Right. And hopefully that falls well, on the third summer. Thursday in the month and then we would be set. Right? I got to look that up. I'll yeah. see what I can do. Me too. <laughs> He'll get right on. Christine will start making the arrangements now. Right. Not just a moment here. I'm going to shift the calendar gradually a few minutes each day so that the third That's Thursday right. is the 21st. I'll I'll keep us posted, You'll do that, so. right. You'll do that while okay. Rumi is looking for it to get brighter and brighter each day, every second. <laughs> It'll like work. Every It'll, second everyone earlier. will Come get on. what they want. Chris, these segments with you are so fun, so informative. Thank you so much Yay. for all the curious minds. We'll catch you in Thank the you. next Thank year. Thank you. Happy holidays to everyone. You too. Thanks, Chris. Christine Malik joins us for Curious Minds, and this is a monthly segment we have with her on the third Thursday of the month, so look forward to it in 2024. After the break, it's time for the weekly roundtable. Sam Cosentino of Sportsnet is joining us to talk about juniors, world juniors, sorry. I'm already getting my sports mixed up. Uh, we'll be back with that. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. <laughs> 